20-year-old Kayla Williams was described by her loved ones as someone who brought everyone together, enjoyed to laugh, and had many friends. She resided in Spokane, Washington, and would frequently spend her time with her friends, family, or her boyfriend. Her mother, Martine Maggio, described Kayla as, quote, Some people just glow because of their personality, you know? Kayla was one of them. On April 2nd, 2012, Kayla Williams was reported missing by her brother, who hadn't seen her for a few weeks by this time. Kayla failed to show up at church in the latter weeks of March, something she did regularly, and she didn't visit any friends or family for a few weeks either, which was very uncharacteristic of her. Williams's family began to fear the worst when they didn't hear from the 20-year-old and nobody had reportedly seen her in recent days. Kayla's brother checked in with some of his sister's acquaintances to ask them if they knew anything regarding her whereabouts, but unfortunately to no avail. She'd simply vanished. Several weeks later, on May 13th, Mother's Day of 2012, Kayla's body was discovered in a wooded area near Lindecky Street and 14th Avenue, approximately seven miles from her home in southeast Spokane. Her family knew, deep in their gut, upon hearing the news that a body had been found off of Highway 195, that it was Kayla. The group of children who found her saw human remains with a knotted towel and black electrical tape around her neck, a number of slashed clothing items and trash bags stuffed inside a sleeping bag. It was reported that either bleach or chlorine had been poured over these items as well, with some burns resulting from that present on the body. Though due to decomposition, she couldn't be identified visually, fingerprint analysis confirmed a few days later that the victim was indeed 20-year-old Kayla Williams. The condition in which her body was found was nothing short of horrific. Kayla's body had been dismembered, seemingly at a separate location, cut in half and wrapped in the trash bags. These bags were then covered by branches and debris as to camouflage it from view. Kayla had various defensive wounds on her body and ligature marks on her wrists, which suggested that they had been bound. Two days following the recovery of Kayla's body, an autopsy was conducted. At the time, the medical examiner, Dr John Howard, concluded that Kayla's cause of death and her manner of death were undetermined, despite various stab wounds and the fact that Kayla's body had been dismembered. There was also evidence of sexual assault present, and this, along with the other evidence, understandably left Kayla's family in complete shock. As to them, it was very evident, very clearly a homicide. Quote, she didn't cut herself up and transport herself and inflict all these injuries. The undetermined ruling stalled her case. The original medical examiner believed that Kayla may have died from a methamphetamine overdose, as it was alleged that some was found in her system in the toxicology report. 
Kayla's family begged for the medical examiner to reconsider their findings. However, he believed that the dismemberment had occurred after Kayla was already deceased. DNA evidence was found on Williams's remains, specifically male DNA under her fingernails, on a towel and tape around Kayla's neck, and on a pair of boxer shorts which were found at the scene, which led investigators back to a man named Robert G. Davis, who was already in prison for 15 years after attacking another Indigenous woman in Idaho in 2014. He broke into her home, strangled her and sexually assaulted her, but she bravely fought him off and got away. She subsequently managed to help police locate him, testified against him in court and helped put him behind bars. Interestingly to note, Robert Davis is also suspected in the disappearance and possible murder of another woman named Heather Lynn Higgins, a 39-year-old journalism student who disappeared from Spokane on September 20th of 2010. A large knife and Heather's university ID was found four blocks away from Davis's home, and her last phone call was made to a number of associates with Robert Davis. He gave her a ride in his car that day, but he denied any wrongdoing. Davis claimed to have told his mother, however, that he had, quote, done something really bad. Expanding on this, his mother said that he had claimed that two men had killed Heather and he was forced to dispose of her remains or face the consequences. He allegedly put Heather's body inside two sleeping bags and rolled her off a cliff in northern Spokane on a drive towards a ski resort. Davis's mother, concerned that there was some truth to her son's words, shared this new information with the police in the summer of 2012, and considering the eerily similar details regarding the alleged disposal of both Heather and Kayla with sleeping bags, she felt obliged to be honest with the police, in case the link between both cases was her own son. His mother didn't know whether there was any truth to these claims, as Robert frequently used drugs and exhibited signs of mental illness, but she felt that both families deserved answers, even if her hunch was wrong. When questioned by the authorities, Davis admitted that he and Kayla were acquaintances through her boyfriend, but he denied having any part in her disappearance or her murder. He also denied in having any sort of sexual contact with her, despite when police pressed him on whether he had engaged in sexual activity with Kayla, he responded with, quote, probably not. Kayla's case sat at a standstill for almost a decade when, in early 2022, the Williams family and the Spokane Police Department began pressing for answers in regards to Kayla's death and looked into getting a second opinion. A doctor, Carl Weigren, wrote and reviewed the case notes and was of the opinion that the cause of death was homicidal violence, but his opinions weren't enough to file legal proceedings against Robert Davis. The baton was then passed on to the new county medical examiner, Dr Veena Singh, who was asked to review Kayla's autopsy once again, and Singh came to a different conclusion to the original coroner. 
Singh found over 60 wounds on Williams's body, which hadn't been previously mentioned in the autopsy report, though they were noted by Dr. Wygren. She amended the autopsy report and determined beyond reasonable doubt that Kayla Williams was a victim of homicide. She wrote, quote, Scene investigation, findings, autopsy findings and toxicology results warrant changed in original certification to the following. Cause of death, homicide by unspecified means. Manner of death, homicide. Kayla's mother, Martine, told KHQ, quote, The new medical examiner has poured grace over our family. We are beyond floored. Someone still cares about Kayla. In 2018, the previous Spokane medical examiners were investigated by the Washington Department of Health for how they handled a total of 14 autopsies, including that of Kayla Williams. The Department of Health found that they did meet the standard of care required. However, six cases were referred to Dr. Singh for review, either by family members of the deceased or by law enforcement themselves. According to an article published in February of 2023, two of the six reviews had been completed, one of which was Kayla Williams, and both autopsies had amendments made in regards to the manner of death. In June of 2022, Spokane's Major Crimes Unit recommended, following the new medical examiner's report, that the suspect, Robert G. Davis, be charged with first-degree murder. The recommendation is still reportedly being reviewed by Spokane County prosecutors, with Davis yet to face any charges in relation to the death of Kayla Williams or in regards to the disappearance of Heather Higgins. Davis was put up for parole in 2018 in regards to the previous attack on the young woman that survived, but was denied and will remain in prison until at least 2024. The Williams family attended the parole hearing, and according to them, when Kayla's name was mentioned, Robert Davis's entire demeanour changed. Quote, His face was getting darker red, veins popping out, his chin was moving, he was angry. Kayla's cousin, Julie Beauchene, spoke of the possibility of Davis being released on parole following the next hearing. Quote, it's mind-shattering to think, whenever he does get out, he could subject other families to possible harm. Other beautiful young women that have no idea that their life would be in jeopardy. Women like Kayla, who this family believes never stood a chance. I won't ever stop fighting for her. Ever. Luckily, there is no statute of limitations in regards to murder, so prosecutors could still bring charges against Davis at any time, depending on how much longer their review takes. The third review into Kayla's death has given her family something they never thought they'd have. Hope. It was positive news for the survivor and for the Williams family that Davis was denied parole. However, they still want justice for Kayla and for 52-year-old Davis to be punished for what he did to her. Kayla's family, despite the heartache they've suffered, remain hopeful that justice will prevail. Kayla had dreams to go to school and become a nurse. She could have been married and had children by now. 
but all of those hopes and dreams died when Robert Davis stole her life from her. Those with any information regarding the death of Kayla Williams are urged to contact the Spokane Police Department on 509-625-4100. 